Welcome to Awakening Matters with your host, Cynthia Sloan. I am here tonight, tonight in my time, uh, Pacific Standard Time, to invite all of you that are present with me to take a collective breath, to breathe in whatever it is that you need and to breathe out whatever it is you don't need. And so I invite you to do that every day, and especially if you are burdened and you feel like you are carrying the weight of the world or even your life on your shoulders, and you feel as though everything you do or anything you do or all of the above does not produce the outcome of your choice. And so I say to you, when you have those experiences, breathe in the visualization and the intention. Let your body become the place of peace, the place of healing, the place of knowing. So breathe that in and then breathe out all the chaos that would block that clarity or block the feeling that you can or can't access in that moment. So many people everywhere I'm hearing from all over the world are just experiencing exhaustion, experiencing, myself included, by the way, exhaustion, chaos, the attempts to do something and it just becomes harder and change, etc. And so I say to you that, one, if you are going through a very difficult time and you find that no matter what you do, um, it doesn't change, then you change in response to it. What do I mean? And, you know, there's that saying, become the change you want to see. So I say to you, become internally, if you can do it externally, great, but internally, become the change that you want to experience. Become that place of peace. Become that place of healing. Become that place of trust where you absolutely let go of everything and trust that your attempts to try and... um Make sure that things can be the best possible for you. That sometimes the part in that equation is letting go, taking deep breaths and letting go, um, and letting everything fall where it may, and trusting that it's okay. And you might be hearing this and thinking, well, that's easy for you to say, no, it isn't. Please, I hope for you, as I know for myself, that may my wisdom and knowledge never replace my ability to honor my humanity. May you not forget that your striving and thriving and your greatest moments, those are wonderful, and we celebrate those, don't we? 
But at the same time, we have to be loving and kind and remember that we are humans being. We are humans being. And I am so infinitely blessed to do what I do and to know what I know and experience what I have experienced and will continue to with my spirituality and the metaphysics of my life, etc. But I will also always hold my humanity, the good, the bad, the ugly, however you want to define that, as loving and celebratory and forgiving and healing again and going back to the heart, please don't cut out your humanity. And so let's say I have clients who are um, professors, I have clients who are doctors, I have clients who have titles, and I say some of those titles are without question, so hard to carry, now probably more so in the world than ever. And so I hope for them that their title does not take over their humanity. And if there are moments that it does or that people around them require that their title um, exclude their humanity, I hope in their alone time, if they have family or friends, and most importantly with themselves, that their humanity is loved, that they embrace their humanity, that they allow the perfection and the non-perfection, the chaos and the non-chaos, and that life is all those things. And that we are all learning and growing as we go. And some of us right now are grieving tremendously with loss. And I'll tell you something. I lost somebody very, very close to me, probably the closest being to me in my entire life um, recently. And my humanity is grieving. My humanity is in a process of not letting go, but in a process of almost like a cellular memory. Wherever I look, things I remember, things I see, etc. And so I, I know that she goes on and I know many things to be true. But I also know that if I block my humanity, um, from allowing it or allowing myself to grieve, to cry, to remember, to have the emotional response. And I'm not saying you have to have one, but I am saying that part of your humanity is all of it. And sometimes you can control it, and other times you can't, and that's okay, too. That's okay, too. I find that you have to decide what is a turning point 
for you in your life. And that, for me, is communication. Without communication with myself or with others, there's only going backwards and repeating. There is very little chance for forward movement, for change, or for clarity. And so I'm I'm saying to you that if you're struggling with anything in your life, whether it's loss, whether it's um, burden, whether it's fear, whether whatever it is, that please, I invite you to have, communicate with those around you. If they're not available or able to communicate with you, then start communicating with yourself or reach out to others beyond them. And most importantly, even in the hardest of moments of your life, you can become the person you run to. You can become the place of safety you go to. You can become, and it might sound and feel like, no, I can't. My emotions are going insane, and I don't want me. I want somebody else. You might be thinking, I don't want, I want somebody else to make me feel better or somebody else to cry my shoulder, to cry on their shoulder or to be held or to be acknowledged that my pain, whatever it is that you're going through. And yes, I think that's why we are here in humanity with each other. And that is to be there for one another. However, some of us are blessed in that department greater than others. And so I say to you that if you do not have even one person there for you, then remember never forget. And of course, only if it resonates, then make it your truth. But within the trauma or the grief, or the loss, or whatever you're going through that is the opposite of peace, within you, at the same intensity but greater, is access to that place of peace. It takes whatever you want to do, but it takes just a moment every day, 10 minutes, let's start with two minutes, five minutes the next day, or you can increase it or can just make it your own, but literally experience communicating. And again, to communication is key so that you communicate with that part of you. And you even say as an example to you, I'm calling upon the part of great wisdom, the part that is calm, peaceful, the part within me that stands alongside the part that is on her knees. Let me feel your strength. Let me lean into your clarity. Let me know you. Let me know myself. And again, you don't have to say it that way, but as an example to you, start talking to all parts of you. And most importantly, be kind to yourself. Be kind and be loving to yourself. And 
if you are judged by one or 14, it doesn't matter because what matters, I mean, it matters. It's painful. It's painful. And I'm saying to you, while you're having that pain at the same time, in, within the foundation of who you are is a strength far greater than the pain of being um, judged, rejected, thrown away, cast out, dissolved, etc. It may feel to you as though your soul signature or your blueprint has been removed from the earth plane. It can be that intense, but it has not. Your the other aspect of you that is within you, but you must reach for that part of you. You must reach within for that part of you. You must close your eyes and go within and call and communicate and call forth that part of you that when everything is falling apart and you are trying so hard to keep it together and you are overwhelmed and there's nobody in sight to help you, to understand you, to hear you, to be kind, to be loving, to be gentle, to be compassionate, to be looking at you, not through themselves, meaning sitting there judging you and thinking only of themselves and their perspective, which actually has nothing to do with what your perspective is. And so when that happens, that's not the person you want around you. And especially if you go to communicate with that person or people and they are not interested, then they have told you again and more so about themselves. So I say to you, there's a higher calling when that happens, and that is for you to show up for yourself. What your life may be telling you is you are stronger than the moment that you are feeling the weakest, that you have access to a deeper, greater love than the rejection of love around you, that you are not being judged by the universe, which is expansive and unending, therefore reach for that unconditional love, and again, become within you. Find that place of peace, of wisdom, and of knowledge. And what does all that mean? It means go from a place of chaos and feeling like it's not going to be okay, and so you are in complete panic, to peace or an energy of strength, or an energy of letting go. Literally going, okay, I don't know what's going to happen, but I can't juggle all these pieces anymore. I can't juggle everything anymore. And, and so when I say that to you, I'm not saying, hey, green light, go, discard your life and walk away from it. And by the way, if you do, that is up to you. I'm saying that if you feel like you can't even juggle it all, give yourself 
the permission to just put it down and to breathe. And let's say I have some clients who are listening that are have full-time jobs and they can't just put it down. They're working in offices with meetings, etc. And so I say to you, you can't put it down, but you can take that five minutes, go outside and breathe in what you desire and breathe out the chaos before you enter that office or that meeting or whatever it is that you're facing. Because in our humanity, there's a desire, um, known or unknown, to not experience discomfort. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. By no means whatsoever do I mean run from discomfort. Actually, those who run from discomfort only create more of it. Um, And so what I am saying, though, is Sometimes discomfort is the interchange of a greater clarity about who you are and what you're made of and your abilities to be kind and loving and gentle and forgiving and healing of yourself. And so I've been hearing from a lot of people that lately in particular, I mean, that's no surprise, we're all participating in the world, that that chaos and almost every single fear is being triggered. Um, And so I say this to you. I'm not saying become comfortable with fear, but I am saying that sometimes fear shows up in your life And when it does, in our humanity, our human being, we don't want to be in that fear. And so we do whatever it takes to get away from it, to put it out, to um, basically ignore it, or deal with it in a way that um, we don't really hear its message. So fear, if you line up the letters up and down, it's false energy appearing real. And so the fear needs you to engage with it. It needs you to breathe life into it for it to exist. And so I say to you that fear is a tremendous tool because it tells us many things that we need to know not to step into harm's way. But if it's fear that's causing you to make decisions like not communicating or not growing or not, or choosing to communicate with, only communicate with people that will tell you you're right, that will tell you the other person's wrong, that is false energy appearing real. That is not... Uh, real growth. And so what I am saying to you is fear right now, along with many other things, is an, uh, it is, how shall I say? It is a very strong current moving through the bloodstream of our lives. 
And so I'm saying to you that um, if you are not in immediate danger, then again, go back to listening to the fear, but choosing to breathe and be at peace in the face of it. Because sometimes when we are in a place of fear, we make really bad decisions. And then we suffer those decisions for a long time. And so I don't want that for you. I want you to make really good decisions on behalf of you, for you, and with you. No one else. That no one else has to understand, agree with it, disagree with it, etc. I mean, everybody wants a support system. Don't get me wrong. If somebody's out there saying they don't need a support system in your personal life and that they, you know, they can do it alone and that they don't need anything, etc., maybe that's true for them in that moment, but everyone needs a support system. And, you know, whether it's spiritual or physical, it's important to have one. And so I say to you that the discomfort of fear, tune into it and let yourself, let, if you want, of course, ask yourself, let yourself ask the fear, what are you trying to tell me today? Or what is it that? What is it that you have to share with me? And if it's a fear about something in the future, thank it and then move back into the present moment. If it's fear about um, something tomorrow, if it's basically, I'm saying if it's not in your present moment, then thank it and breathe in what you want to be in your present moment and breathe out anything that you don't want in your present moment. And just know that you have an entire universe of beings, an entire universe of love and acceptance. So if you've been rejected Throughout your entire life, what I'm here to tell you and to remind you of or to share with you if you've never heard it, every one rejection is met by 10 or more spirit guides. So, and that is not in rejection, but they are there to support you, to lift you up, to empower you, to assist you. So, if you've been rejected your whole life, you have... On the physical dimension, visually, you may feel like you have no one and nothing. But on a spiritual level, on a um, literal, metaphysical, universal level, you have more support than you know what to do with. And thankfully, you don't have to know what to do with it because that support system, what is so beautiful about it is it doesn't have an agenda. It doesn't have an ego. It only has your highest and greatest good at heart. And when I say it, I'm not referring to a no thing. I mean your spirit guides and guides and beings that have crossed over, known or unknown to you in this lifetime. Maybe they knew you in a past life. They are here to assist you, again, in ways that you will be like, wow, or in ways that you are completely unaware of. 
Um, but you're not alone. You're not alone. And so I started off this beautiful conversation talking about find out what matters to you. What really is your thing? To me, communication is um, really important to grow, to move forward, um, to change or to open, et cetera. What, what's your thing? I mean, so if you're available only for the superficial, then you have to find other people that, and you will find other people that are available for the superficial as well. Is there anything wrong with that? Not at all. No judgment involved, but you'll have just a certain kind of life experience. Um, same thing with anybody. I mean, what is your know yourself? And to be true to yourself, if you have not healed your past and when communication comes up, you become your past and project it onto the present moment, um, that's a problem. So what I'm saying to you is the invitation for you on a personal level wherever you are in your life and whatever is going on is to be fully present in the moment. And if there's another person in the room, just one other person, ask them, this is what I'm feeling and this is what I'm getting. Instead of telling them, this is what you're thinking. And then when the person says, that has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm thinking or, or even a perception of it, hear them. And if you don't, that's okay too. But know that that's where you're healing. If you're not able to hear them, um, that's where it should begin. I was talking about loss earlier, and I will say to you that it's not just about losing a loved one. It's you can lose and feel loss in many different ways. And it's in those times of loss where you need to be the kindest, most generous, gentle, loving, and self-care and supportive person you can to yourself. Hopefully for you, you have a group of people or friends around you who are showing up with food for you, with flowers, with cards, with, you know, and I'm just putting out there whatever you would feel to you as nurturing. Um, so nurture yourself, be kind to yourself in your process of grief or loss, or even if you wanted a job in a position you didn't get it, please know that that happened because there's something better for you. You can't see it now. But I would say to you that, like, as an example only, um, well, it's a real example, though. <laughs> I had a client who wanted this job so badly, and she worked so hard for it, et cetera. It went to somebody else, and she truly believed her life was over. I mean, really did, believed that everything she worked for was over, et cetera. And her spirit guide said to her, no. Within a week's period of time, give it a week, you're going to be offered another position 
higher up in the company you want to be in, more money, um, what greater title, whatever her thing was that she was grieving. And she could not believe it. She would not believe it. And she was just in a very bad place. And I'll say to you that our humanity, we go into a very bad place at times, but it does not mean by any means that our soul contracts, our hall of records, our spirit guides, our place in the universe disappears, even though it might feel that way, disappears um, because something we wanted or worked hard for didn't manifest. Everything that was there for you when you felt that momentum happening is still there for you. You might not feel it. It certainly doesn't look like it, but it's still there. And a week later, she was given that position, and it was far greater than anything she could have imagined. So sometimes our... Sometimes my phone alarm just went off in my ear. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. So, yeah, I could see that as a negative or a positive. I actually find it quite hysterical. Um, So she got this position. And before that, she was just um, not only in a depression, but she wouldn't eat. She wouldn't do. She just was not functioning. So my point to you is, has this happened for everybody? No, her story is not everybody's story, but it is one story, which means, therefore, because as a human consciousness, we are connected, like it or not, that if it happened for one person, it can, it's available. Let's say you're in a human library and you pull out that file. You're in a library of experiences prior to your arrival and certainly after. And you have a library card and you have access to billions of experiences. And so that one person having an opportunity where you think, well, it's not going to happen for me or it doesn't matter, um, whatever you think, you can access that one file, pull it out energetically, intentionally, you can say, okay, you know what? I heard something recently um, and I'm going to pull out this file. I'm going to ask the energy of that file to be pulled out and to, for my life to be um, affected by opportunity. And so what I'm saying to you is that was probably a bad example, but nonetheless, make it your own. Maybe you drive up to a coffee window and you, okay, that's an even worse example, never mind. <laughs> but I have to finish it because it's really funny. So you you could drive up to a coffee window and you could say, I want the energy of given to me to impact my life in a cup. Um, yeah, it's really bad. Never mind. Um, but you get the gist. So... My point is make it your own, but please don't feel as though one experience or 10 or 14 or, you know, whatever define you 
they do when you give up. And some days when you just detach, that's not giving up. When you detach and you let go of everything, that's actually renewing. You're renewing yourself. You are allowing yourself, because you are on empty, to refill. Um, and certainly I have clients who, who want it to end or want it to be over, et cetera, and we go into communication about it. And um, I haven't lost one yet. So, and that has nothing to do with me. It has to do with them and their free will. So I say to you that um, in life you will have incredible, wonderful times, easy times, times that you never want to end. And when they do, maybe they won't. I don't know what your past lives were, your present life, or literally what you want to create in this moment. That's up to your, you, your free will, and your your hall of records, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but for those of us who have experienced incredible times, and then they come crashing down in a way that we never imagined would happen um, because we thought we understood just even the smallest portion of humanity, and maybe we still do. It's just that particular portion of people and consciousness, um, they chose a different route, and so be it. And so I say to you, in life, you will have times that you adore, you don't want them to end, and God forbid they do, there are other times to be had. And you might not know what they look like, feel like, you might not know anything. And that's okay. Um, because part of life, does it feel okay? No, it sucks. Am I telling you you're having the worst time of your life and you're supposed to be happy? No. I'm telling you, be whatever you are a human being in that moment. But love yourself. And if you have people around you in those moments or any moments that are judging you, they are not at a place within themselves to even see you clearly or accept um, you without judging you, and therefore they have not accepted themselves, they have not forgiven themselves, they have not healed themselves. You know, people can only see you from the level of where they are at in their own self-growth. So let's say you just had an aha moment and you're like, you know, so happy and joyful and like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And the other person can be happy for you, but sometimes they really can't, they don't get you, they don't see it, they don't see through your eyes, and they're just, um, you just feel, well, you still feel happy, but you, you need to know that they don't mean to cause you harm. I mean... I can't speak for your personal experience. I don't know what you're going through. And I really hope it's not the experience of you're with somebody who wishes you harm. So I will say this, that 
forgive those who haven't forgiven themselves. Um, you'll know through their behavior. If they tell you, you think this about me and you see this and this is what you're doing and they're not even open to hearing you say, actually, that has nothing to do with what I was thinking or seeing, et cetera, they have a lot of work to do and they have not yet come to a place where they are willing to experience um, communication or maybe even just experiencing themselves or you differently. And that's okay. I have compassion for those people. And because I will tell you right now, the thing that you see in another and you have compassion for is because you have been there yourself. You're no longer there, but you have compassion because you remember when you were. And so, I mean, how do you heal a world or a people, a species, without compassion, without um, understanding or kindness or gentleness? You know, everyone's hardest time is their hardest moment. Yours is not greater or lesser than theirs. Um, do you feel, do you guys all feel like you're in your, <laughs> I just started laughing because, as you know, you heard that, because I thought, I wonder if um, the listeners feel like they are in the teenage years in their bedroom getting a talking to. <laughs> Aren't you glad you tuned in? Anyway, um, I'm not. I don't want to talk at you, but with you. And basically, I'm saying to you, you are free. You are always free. Do I mean physically? No, there are some people, unfortunately, around the world that aren't do not feel free. But you are always free, and they are as well. Where? They are free within their soul. They are free to go within, close their eyes and to go within and to experience a empowerment greater than their, than their circumstance. And so you are always free to access that place within you. Now, can you feel tired? Absolutely. Um, you can feel bone tired. And that's when it's time to stop struggling and just let go. Just let go. And trust that as you let go, everything that is for you and with you and about you that is unseen to you and unknown to you, even loved ones that you have lost, that they are standing with you when you let go and you are never alone on that level. And I know it to be true because I can see them. So, and not just because I can see them. There was a time I couldn't see them. I was very, very young. But, um, so I say to you that the experiences that I have had in my life 
Cynthia's experiences have been equally horrific to the core where I literally even question how is it that I survived or that I'm still here and I have such a good heart. And at the same time, this is what the whole conversation has been about tonight. At the same exact time that I can tune into that part, the horrificness of my life, I can tune into the fact that I have experienced miracles upon miracles. I have witnessed things. I have at the same level um, of the negativity, I've experienced the positivity, mostly in regards to spirit, and there's nothing wrong with that. And so I say to you, you have a support system. You have it around you and within you is access to the feelings you want to have. And if you are not feeling them, it's because you're focused on only one part of you and there's so much more of you that exists and that is loved, cherished, appreciated, and seen. And so I say to you, thank you so much for tuning in tonight, and I send you blessings, and I look forward to speaking with you again, and bye for just now.